Watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Who is Queenie? She's in her 20s. She lives in London. She's facing all the firsts. First major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Can she turn her quarter-life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. The new series Queenie is now streaming on Hulu. You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously. Don't just go for the big sales. They have literally thousands of low-priced goods with their house brand. $3.65 by Whole Foods Market. While at happy prices, limited-time seasonal flavors, and... All the quality you expect, like no high fructose corn syrup or over 300 other ingredients banned from all the food they sell. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. Send you my love on a wire, lift you up every time, everyone, ooh, pulls away, said, ooh, I don't know the rest. That Throw was back. Out. Good job. Thanks. I had to Google it to see what you were talking about. <laughs> to be completely forthcoming, I had no idea what that was at first. Okay, well, I'm Kim Pine. And I am Zuri James. And we are Sex Mabom! One, two, three, four! (laughs) I'm so glad I didn't scream because I feel like that's the reaction you wanted. (laughs) You're such a fucking troll. I'm so sorry to everybody who was wearing headphones when Kiffy did that shit. (laughs) Mess. So, you know, that was just... A little throwback Thursday for the girls who miss bitch, you guessed it. Somebody had sent me some kind of a, I don't know, someone wrote something about people liking that. I've been ready for you to do that again ever since you stopped. Like, I'm staying on alert with your ass. No, we're finished. Okay. All right. It was just a, you know. Yeah, you know. Blast from the past. Just bring it up. Have a little fun. Nostalgia. I get it. Yeah. So, first of all, I just want to say to everyone, I might sound strange today. You know, I haven't impacted with... <laughs> <laughs> ask if you're why why don't you why don't you sound great today why don't you feel so great i have an impacted wisdom tooth that i should have removed uh when harry met sally <laughs> i should have done this a long time ago i talked about doing it on the show before <laughs> that's why it's so funny and i did it because it sounds horrible but i'm gonna do it for real this time i just you know, I'm dealing with it for the moment. I've got everything together, so I know that I'm going to be turning this weekend. I will be fine for yeah. that. But Monday morning, I'm getting it snatched out. Please pray for me. Um, you know, lift me up in the spirit. But I think I'll be okay. You will. I got extra guys at the house that you can have. I mean, you know, I, I got jello. You're going to be like, great. Yes. Yeah. The first couple of days, you can't really chew at all. And it took a while for me to be able to have like crunchy things again. Sometimes stuff will get up in the socket. You have to be very careful about that. But, I mean, you know, really, you're going to be fine. It's much worse than having tooth pain. Tooth pain is like 
top three body pain. So you got to get that taken care of, bro. You got to. It's only going to get worse. Well, if I sound like Melissa Harris Perry today, I just wanted you to know why. Why it's would because you? of that. Why did you? And also, oh, I God. got a magic butter machine, and so I've made um, some of that tincture, tincture, tincture mm-hmm. yeah. stuff. 32 ounces of it. It's a beautiful thing. It is. It's very great. And actually, we got a listener letter that I... So if you want to, we can talk about that whole process a little later because somebody asked about alternatives to smoking. And I was like, huh. Well, Kit Fury and I know a little bit about that. So maybe we can get into that later in the show. It's a magic thing. It is. So, okay. Black excellence this week. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna do it. (laughs) Gonna do it. So, Black Excellence this week is actually um, the movie Color Purple because um, <laughs> wait, wait. it's a classic, and, um, Purple Rain. And <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Are you okay? I'm not prepared. <laughs> Nigga, do you not have a Black Excellence? <laughs> you know what? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, the thing is that the Black Excellence portion will be at the end of the show this episode okay. because <laughs> I have just realized that I did not pick one today. But that doesn't mean that blackness won't shine. Well, <laughs> you could talk about the people for the first time, I think, in the Tonys for Black Actors won the awards for um, Best Actors in a Musical Performance. I can do this. So shout out to the four of you, Black and Mixed and however you identify for... Winning and that was done. Chris's black excellence. I will be doing my black excellence at the end. Once of you the find show. one, <laughs> Renee Elise Goldsberry, Leslie Odom Jr., David Diggs, and Cynthia Arrivo. Shout out to y'all for being amazing and brilliant and incredibly talented. Oh, also, shout out to I. First of all, I think someone told me that I said this guy's name wrong. The guy, the illustrator from Nighthawk. Um, I think someone told me I said his name was like Roman, and I think it's Ramon. Either way, he put, he put something in like the latest issue. I think that is another reference to. Yes, I saw that on Twitter. It's like, but it's like us. It's like it looks like us. It's pictures of people at a Black Lives Matter rally who look like me and you. And he said it was us. So I'm very proud now. Like I'm. I mean, I was proud before, but now I'm like, oh my god. Like that is. This just feels so big. Like I don't even know how to say thank you to something like that. So thanks for that. And everybody should be like picking up this comic book and supporting it. I think that it's great. The story's awesome. I bought several for people that I love and know and things like that. And so go ahead and check it out. And then, you know, we'll get like a Netflix series or something. <laughs> and I'll watch that and it'll be my favorite one. Okay. You got the trajectory all planned out? Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be like a, like a TV show. I'm thinking either Netflix, maybe, because, you know, you can get dark on Netflix or HBO. Oh, God. Have you seen the new season of Orange is the New Black? No, not yet. Man, I haven't either. And that's because so many black women have been telling me that, like, it fucked them up. Like, they felt like it don't. did too much in the wrong way. And it, like, put them in their feelings in a bad way and all this shit. And I'm like, you know what? I actually don't have the space for that right now. Like, I can't handle that emotionally. Yeah, I don't really feel like I can do that at right. the moment. That's so, fine. I actually didn't watch the previous season yet at all. So mm-hmm. I'm way behind anyway and I'm fine. But Game of Thrones was lit. Well, I don't really know. But. That's fine. <laughs> Me and Beyonce know because Beyonce watches. I know Beyonce watches. But if Beyonce had tried to start with the book like I did, I bet she wouldn't. 
I bet she wouldn't either, girl. What the fuck is your problem? So That's anyway. what everybody says. Like, I'm wrong for wanting to read the book. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with wanting to read the book. I'm sure the book is fantastic. It's not. Girl, That's the point. The book was so fucking boring, I couldn't get into the show. I mean, you have to watch the show. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try the first. If anything, get to the last episode of the first season. Because the first season, and I was already interested just because them niggas were crazy. But the end of it was so bold that I was like, I will be right back. As soon as you okay. give me like it's good. I don't really like to watch people die. It. I don't like to watch people die. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Then. I don't like to see blood and oh, guts and then. all that. I'm not a okay, fan. Okay, so you shouldn't. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Because somebody, I've heard a lot of references to Red <laughs> Wedding and that wasn't even the worst of it. Okay. I mean, so that no. was like a really fucked up episode. <laughs> okay. Oh and God. shout yeah. out to the fans of the book and stuff because they, you, like, I've never seen people who've read the book and know what happened don't spoil it for whatever reason. Oh, like, how kind. it seems like a very kind community. Or maybe there's only five people who have read the books and no, watched the show. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because I could not get I mean, through even half of the first book. It was just like, it's oh, just such God, a good I show. Can't. This oh. is just so good. I'm going to take so, y'all's word so for it. Good. I'm going to take y'all's word for Beyonce it. Beyonce watches it, and so that's all that Amen. matters to me. Amen. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, ever notice how your relationship with your wireless carrier can have the same yada yada as a bad romantic relationship? Of course you do. We're about to get into all of the reasons that that happens when these listener letters get here. Like you're treated to something special at the beginning with exciting gifts and offers and, you know, imagery of what a perfect partner could look like. Then you get ignored and overlooked, ghosted, if you will. Well, if this sounds like your wireless carrier, it might be time to put an end to that. Now at Metro, existing customers get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex, more than just free 5G phones when you join. Get the same great deals as new customers on select devices like Samsung, Motorola, and Revel when you stay 12 months and trade in a phone. It's the first of many initiatives Metro is making to ensure all of their customers feel valued, unlike that person who's left you on red. 
Stop by your neighborhood Metro store, bring your number and ID, and sign up for an eligible Metroflex plan. Let's move on. Okay, so I don't know how we started the show talking about Game of Thrones. Six Sad World. Uh, it's all sad. Damn, it's all sad or it's all bad? I mean, it's all the sad. It's Well, it's all sick. It's both. <laughs> okay. Oh, out of sick and sad. Got it. I tried. You did. Um, so, Nene Leakes has explained mm. why she has changed her nostrils again. So that picture was real? Oh, yeah. Because I looked on her Instagram and didn't see it. You didn't see what? I didn't see the picture. Like, I saw the screenshot of Nene and her new nose and all that on Twitter. Uh, but when I went to her actual Instagram, I didn't see the picture. Well, she was on Watch What Happens Live. Of course. And they brought up the nose thing. And she said, uh, I got my nose done because, first of all, I can. I will. And I'll get it done if, again if I want to. All right, bitch. She said, but there was a real medical reason why I had to get it done again. My cartilage was growing in my nose and the tip was touching the top of my lip when I smiled. Apparently, she had only got her nostrils done the previous time and not her whole nose. So she had to go back, I guess, to correct it and not just do it again. That's everybody's reason for getting a second nose job. So, okay, girl. I don't really care, Nene. I don't. It looks to me like you're trying to look like Tamar, but... I can't understand why anybody would do that either. I'm going to just leave it alone. You know what? I could see her and Tamar getting the same note. Like, going to the same Look person. at her. <laughs> like, she looks like that's the whole aesthetic she's channeling. God oh, bless. I like Tamar's nose. But Is that Tamar's original, like, factory assembled nose? Or, because I feel like it's not. No, I think Tamar has a new one now. Mm. Well, all these girls. I mean, everybody. You don't have to justify your plastic surgery. You could just be like, because I wanted to. Like, I mean, right. She could have just left it right at. there. Right. Just leave it right there. Like, because I have the money and I wanted to. That's it. Bye. Period. I think maybe she wanted more of an ex. I mean, she was trying to explain why it looks so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty oh, bad. God. You know, it's just like, it's giving me. You know what? I'm not even going to do that. Okay. I'm not. You know why? Because. She is a black woman. Uh, So? I ain't never stopped you from dragging the shit out of her before. <laughs> I am trying to approach with love. Are you? You know, because there's a lot going We have to love each other. <laughs> okay. And I love you and your new nose, Nene. That is not this show. You do not love no fucking Nene. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> you tried. Because you, she needs love, too, and her nose. And, you know, Greg can't be the only one. So I feel okay. like, all right. you know what, you did change your nose because you needed to. I just think that, you know, there's nothing wrong with going and getting anything touched up or ripped back or snatched up. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think this is, again, further proof that once you start going in there back to back. That's why I won't get started. Start. Like, even like God if, didn't make skin for you to just keep stretching and pulling and pushing and probably like, like I'm gonna just leave it alone. Really, I'm, I'm gonna try not to have any surgeries that aren't medically necessary, really, because once you start going in trying to tweak your looks and stuff, you end up never really being satisfied. Look, I'm getting LASIK. Oh, yes. I LASIK probably, is. Yeah, I probably I will get, get LASIK. I probably will get LASIK. You're right. Might whiten my teeth. No, that's not surgery. <laughs> that's what not is LASIK it. surgery? 
Mm. I don't really know. I mean, they're burning something in your eye. I feel I, like that's something like that. I actually don't know if I can even get it, but I'm just saying, once you start adjusting your titties and nose and all this, it's just so easy to keep that shit going. Like, keep going back and going back and going back. Like, I'm gonna just leave mine alone. That's honestly why I've never gotten a tattoo. Really? Because I always feel like I would get a tattoo and I would look at it and be like, I should have got this. You know, like, I would feel <laughs> like, mm, let me go change it. And then at, I would like keep going back and forth, and then it would look like those little scribbly things that would pop up above oh, Charlie God. Brown's head. <laughs> you know what mine do? They take me back to where I was in my life when I got them done. That's the dope part about tattoos for me. Like it's, of course, like they each have their own meaning. But when I see them and I see them every day and focus on it, it takes me back to like where I was in life and who I was with and the shit I was going through and the music that I loved and all that. So it's like a sentimental type thing. It's not like a, ooh, I can't wait to keep decorating my body with this shit type thing. But well, to each his own, you can do whatever you want to you know, with I your just, own body. I pray for her face. I pray for her self-esteem because you got too much money to still be caring what other people think. But anyway. She's a lady. I truly can't wait till I'm independently wealthy and don't have to care what anybody thinks about anything that I say or do. Nobody! That is the ultimate goal. I cannot wait. Please, Jesus. Rapper T.I.'s uh, stepdaughter, Zanique Pullins. Oh, no, not the OMG girl. The OMG doll. Rest in peace, OMG girls. Was arrested at the airport in Atlanta after she was flagged with a semi-automatic handgun in Sis. her purse. Sis. They say something about apples and trees. Something about it. I've heard it before. Was she traveling with a man? That's not stated It's here. not so... But what I really is don't want to believe that Zanik thought she could take a gun. No, no, doll. That's not what. That's not the story they're giving. Okay. And I thank God about it. Okay, because all I've seen is the headline. What they're saying is, first of all, her parents know she has the gun. They gave her the blessing to have the gun. Tiny I'm sure they took did. her to purchase the gun. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure she knows how to shoot. You couldn't shock me. With no. I see T.I. walking her out into the forest yep. and shooting at God only knows mm-hmm. what, cans, cans, Hennessy bottles, all kinds that's of things. That's what me and my brother used to shoot it. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, I just don't, I, I don't understand how it got to Hartsville Jackson. Like, that's the only part. Right. Because um, of all the places you should not take your gun, the airport has got to be number one. So, uh, Zanik's family... Friend, no, this is her cousin, Tamara Whitaker. Is that the one she graduated with? I don't know, Joe. I was watching part of a some episode where she graduated from private school or tutoring school or whatever it was. They I don't to. think I've watched that show in a few years. Oh, okay, never mind then. And the only reason I did watch it was because Major is so cute. He is. Them kids are something else, though. They like. Well, you know what? Never mind. So anyway, anyway, so apparently the story that they're giving is that she didn't realize that the gun was in the bag. Like she had the wrong purse for her and she didn't realize that the gun was in the bag. So my thing is... <laughs> okay. Between the time that you left your house and you got to the airport, you never once opened up your bag... <laughs> Going to the <coughs> airport. Right. Mind you, as a young lady, a 20-year-old lady, 
that know she carries a gun in her purse at times. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how it ne- like the thought never crossed your mind to be like, let me make sure there ain't no gun in this right. bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when I go to the airport before I get to, to TSA, I'll be like, let me make sure I ain't got no weed on me that I got to. Except that one time. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't make it through TSA. But by the grace of God. I still clocked myself. <laughs> yes, you did. At the last minute. Yes, you Anyway, put no handcuffs on me. <laughs> oh, but I've been flying with a roach in my backpack for weeks and had no idea. Excuse me? It was in, you see how my backpack has all these tiny pockets? Not a roach like a bug, a roach like a weed roach. <laughs> I know you don't think I had no fucking insect. Wow, you're rude. <laughs> so anyway, I haven't smoked joints in so long. But there was like a tiny little piece of a roach. Like it was really just the filter and some paper wrapped around it. But mm. I've been flying with that in my bag and TSA has never noticed it. I don't even see that. And I have never, when I saw it yesterday, I was like, holy shit. How many times have I flown with this tiny little bite of weed in my backpack? <laughs> oh, God. Either way, dear, I don't understand how you didn't make sure that you didn't have this gun or how you managed to get to, like, like I just know how... At least go no because I mean at least go through your bag before you leave the house. At least I mean because you you might change purses a lot, you might carry guns a lot. I I get all that, but at no point do you go through it and see what's in it before you get ready to go to the airport. Like the airport is one place where you know you gonna go, and them niggas is gonna be looking you up and down, back and forth, inside and out, trying to find some shit on you. So why wouldn't you just double check? But you're talking about somebody who mama and stepdaddy made it some like illegal turn in the middle of the night and got pulled over while they had like drugs and guns and shit and or whatever on in the motherfucking car. <laughs> on probation. You know what I'm saying? Like just That's making true. poor decisions. But anyway. She's only 20. Hopefully yeah. she doesn't get in that much trouble. Like. She's a young girl. Her mugshot is sickening. Um, work, and, work. you know, you have a gun. Hopefully you're being taught to be responsible. It wasn't loaded, was it? I, don't I feel even like know. it'll probably be worse for her if it was loaded. Yeah, probably. Hopefully it wasn't. Good luck, Zanique. Sounds like, you know, just being young and careless, really. That's right. exactly what that sounds like. I'm not going to give you the judgment I would have given you right. a grown ass. Oh, sweetie. Parents. Do you know how many times I should have died because of dumbass decisions I made? Please. Can we talk about it just one more My time? My God. Young people 20? fuck up. They fuck up. Young people fuck up. They make terrible decisions that could be life or death and don't even realize it till long afterwards. I look back at my early 20s like, bitch, what the fuck were you even on? I mean, we used to just drink like it was nothing. Like, nothing would happen to us. Just, we were just talking about how I used to carry that motherfucking bottle of Rand Nephew to the function. (laughs) Like, well, girl, I'm ready to get When y'all ready, I'm ready. I mean, we used to drink bottom shelf shit that no human being should ingest. (laughs) Look at me like... We would drink a whole gallon of this cheap shit. Nobody drinking Jamaican potions, bitch. I can't even sniff Ray and Nephew, much less it is take delicious. That. I cannot do it. So I do good. no, you have to grow up in the Ray and Nephew culture in order to appreciate it. So I, I really never believe understood that. Why people anyway. I'm afraid I'm frightened of it. And I used to drink Everclear. <laughs> <laughs> cannot do right. And see that shit. Oh, Everclear has caused me to make some of the absolute worst decisions of my life. Like, really, some very... But weren't they so fun? It was. It was real fun until you pass out and wake up in a cold shower or find out that you tried to drive yourself home and sideswipe somebody's car on the street. Like, it's real fun until the consequences come through. 
And that's what I'm but saying. But you lived through it, and now it's so fun. By God's grace. By God's grace, you know, that we actually made it through and nothing really bad ever happened to us. Young people make young, young, stupid-ass mistakes all the time. Dumb mistakes. It happens. One day, Oprah is going to do a next chapter about you, and you're going to be talking to your... <laughs> Your high school in um, in Tulsa. Yeah. And you're going to be telling them the stories. I am. How you got like, drunk oh. off Everclear. One time I was just like, into yo. Thelma Louise. <laughs> Went to, then left school on senior skip day and got half drunk at the park and got drunk at prom and got drunk the first day on campus. And, you know, I mean, there's a million stories like that that me and my friends could tell. So I'm not even judging Zonique like that. Young people do dumb shit. Sweetie, just next time. You got to be more careful, girl. You got to be more careful. All right. So, oh, no. (laughs) Iggy Azalea and her boyfriend are no longer getting married. Apparently, Swaggy P. Young. <laughs> Why do I keep wanting to say Swaggy P. Henson? <laughs> Whose name is P. Henson? That is disrespectful to all it's of Muppets, the hard right? Jim Henson. work no. that Taraji P. Taraji! Henson oh my God, that's why. In her life. Oh, that is so, oh my you God. You Taraji, I am so sorry. Of sis. doing that. I am so sorry. That is so fucked My up. God. I feel like he took that from her, though. I feel like he did. Like, he did that on purpose so that people would associate him with her. Because he's got... He, this is the wackest thing. I'm in your actions. I mean, I am, too. I feel bad. <laughs> but I also did not even know Iggy Azalea was still alive. So who <laughs> cares that they broke up? <laughs> so, whatever. Apparently, the story goes, Nick Young got his baby mama pregnant again. What did he do? Kel Surprise. And... <laughs> So, <clears throat> well, this is a very sad story. No, you're right. You're right. So, Iggy Azalea can't do it anymore. And she, you know, <laughs> she wrote a heartfelt message. Was it in the notes? She I love when y'all write. I it love absolutely when y'all write shit was. in notes and then take a screenshot and put it on Instagram. I love when y'all do Like, shit. no, it totally was in the notes. <laughs> and she was just talking about. Oh, nobody crops. Why don't y'all crop that? Just just crop it. Take it out. Just crop that part out. I think that she may have cropped it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. But anyway, so she gets on the, the internet and she releases her um, iOS-powered press release <laughs> <laughs> on the status of her relationship <sighs> with Nicholas Young. Would you like for me to read it or can I skip it? No, I, I mean, you can if you want to, but I've already skimmed it. I, get, I mean, who cares? The message is you're not with him no more. And I didn't care about that. It was just supposed to be very heartfelt and like, oh, you know, we just couldn't. And I wish him all the best and things that just nobody cares about. Right. So my thing is like, why? <laughs> why do it? I want to know for what? Like, is there somebody who's saying, hey, you should do this? Like, is there someone who is lying to you? Because <laughs> I'm confused as to what, like, what is what is driving you to do that? Like, you don't owe anybody any explanation because it's your personal business. And none of us care. So I don't understand what, like, what we're doing it for. She doesn't have anything else to talk about. Where is the tour? Where is the album? Where is the single? We'll get along to what she's doing in her career in a second (laughs) because it's actually hilarious. But in the meantime, I just want to focus on the fact that they are no longer together. Big deal. Um, She's moving out of his house. 
Apparently, she gave him his ring back in exchange for the car she got him for his birthday. <laughs> she got a sticker. And Impala and was like, you can have your fucking ring, but I'm taking the car. Well. Goodbye. Fine. I mean. So does this mean that she's leaving America? She was single anyway. <laughs> she was in that relationship all by herself. So <laughs> the fact that he finally, you know, you finally decided to agree with him that y'all weren't together. Nobody else is entitled or really gives a fuck about that. Like, you're putting out this whole heartfelt statement because you literally have nothing else to say to us. Like, you not you have no professional developments worth talking about. Maybe her fans want to know? I guess. I mean, and I thought it was hilarious that all he did was get on Twitter and be like, single. And that was it. Because what else would you <laughs> he do? He does not care. And the fact that we he all knew he didn't give a shit about you. went to Gilbert Arenas for mentorship. <laughs> And had that nigga posting some shit about fucking girls raw. Oh, God. And how, like, it it doesn't feel the same. You should have done this then. Like, we've all seen this. Ugh. Anyway. All right, girl. Bye. Oh, just too much nigga. (laughs) I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) Uh, Oh, so, in the meantime, between time, apparently Iggy Azalea is going to be hosting or being a judge on X Factor Australia. What? Now, I feel like this is disrespectful, and I'm going to just say why. And this is no shade. You can take it however the fuck you want to. I just feel like this is proof, again, that these shows don't give a fuck about the contestants. Like, no. that already, that is already a, like, a slap in the face before you even auditioned. Because... How the fuck? Like, you left this place to come here and start a career that you can't even sustain. Right. So how are you going to tell me about my career? Like, I just feel like that's not right. How how do you feel like you're in a position to tell somebody else that they don't have what it takes? Bitch, do you? Like, you over in America flopping, but you're going to go to Australia and tell somebody else that they ain't got it? How? But girl. With what space, bitch? (laughs) I feel like, I'm like... That's I, just like, the if I was on X Factor Australia and Iggy Azalea was like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I'm just really not seeing it. I'll be like, is this coming from? Is this coming from? You mean the way that the rest of the world is? Do T.I. even like, still speak to you? Like, like <laughs> <laughs> it ain't nothing that bitch can tell me Are about life. Are you still life. in the murder business? Because no. I don't know what else. <laughs> right. What happened to the click, click, bang, bang, sis? I don't have time. No, I just not don't you. feel like it's fair. I feel the same thing. Like even like when J Lo was doing American Idol, and even Nikki. Like, why are you do? Why? Why? What is it that you are judging in particular? Now I can see if American Idol wasn't a singing competition, how you might invite Jennifer Lopez. Like, because it's not like she's not an entertainer. She definitely had her moment of like putting out catchy pop music. Like. Like a Latina Britney, like I've said before, and I know y'all feel a way about that, but Jennifer was never a vocalist. So for her to be on American Idol, which is supposed to be about your ability to sing, again, it was just like we're all confused as to how you're here. I just don't know what you're and doing feel here. confident enough to say, look, this is not a dance competition. This is not, we don't. Right. It was like even if dance was a, an element here, then it would be like, okay, well, J-Lo right. has that. Right. So I understand like, her presence it. here. Yes. We are simply judging vocals right why is jennifer lopez a judge i'm confused like and it's not any shade to jennifer lopez is sickening at many many things yes but vocal singing music sounds (laughs) (laughs) just 
not that's not it she had a clip performing somewhere with a whole bunch of niggas on those those I fucking nigga wheels on the nigga wheels the, hover, the hoverboards spinning around in 360s and doing all kinds of shit she gonna talk about sing and I, I was like if I was in that crowd I would have screamed that shit right back to her right, bitch you sing. get started you started <laughs> Soon as you start it, bitch. Start us off. Start us off, sis. Give us the note. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer, girl. Like, how dare you? Oh, but anyway, Jennifer's a far better actress than she is singer. Far better. She's a far better dancer than she's singer. She's a far better um, friend of John. Probably everything. Like, probably everything. And that's fine. She knows that. Jennifer Lopez knows she can't sing. She does. She can't be deluded about that. So I'm just saying, like, I feel like it's fair to ask these types of questions. Yeah, it is. That's all I'm saying. Any contestant on X Factor Australia should feel completely confident in asking you, Iggy Azalea, what are your credentials? Because it's a show, but I feel like the way I'm thinking about it is that people are legitimately going into this trying to change their life and, you know, like, get this new career popping and blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And so... To just be standing on this stage and look across and I see, you know, knowing, knowing I can sing. (laughs) Right. Especially if you're not there to be funny. Even if I'm not the best. Right. But I know I can sing and I'm standing across the stage and finish blowing and then Jennifer Lopez has to tell me how I did. (laughs) Like, I would just feel insulted. (laughs) I'm just Sorry, girl. No, no. Anyway. So... Woo. There's more talk about Taylor Swift being a liar. Now, uh, a liar. Kanye West's wife spoke to GQ oh, and said something um, more about this famous song where Kanye West says, um, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. I made that bitch famous. Taylor yeah. Swift was very upset about this. Kanye West has said over and over again that they had a conversation about this on the phone, that it was recorded. But after Taylor Swift, after well, after the song came out, Taylor Swift um, threatened him with her legal hounds. What? Um, and said that the tape should be destroyed. Why? Because she doesn't want it to come out that she knew about the song. Girl, so? Like, I don't... Why would anybody care that you don't want it to come out? Like, if you sitting up here acting like y'all didn't have some conversation about this record and you so offended and all this, when in reality, y'all talked about it and you were supposed to be cool, like, okay, then you deserve that. But she is saying that she didn't know that he said, um, I made that bitch famous. Oh, so she didn't hear that line. That's what she's claiming. Oh, okay. she never heard that part. Well, let's hear the phone call then. Because somebody's lying. Let's right, that's it. what I'm saying. So if that's true, then why wouldn't you well, right. why would you have a problem with the, the tape coming out? Right. Because if that's the case, then clearly there's another version of the song that we have not heard that you heard. And so you are trying to tell us, hey, this nigga is lying. So why would you right. be threatening to... Right, that's what I don't get. Like, if it's really... If they really lied on you or whatever, why wouldn't you want that tape to come out? I would be like, okay, yes. Roll that beautiful mean footage, bitch. Like, let's go on there to get this shit. Because facts is facts. Like, let's go on and hear it. Because she's a serpent. And a liar. And a scammer. I was about to say, this is just... This is fueling you, isn't it? Because I know you can't stand her. I don't trust her. All. I don't trust her. I mean... I think she's the Grand High Witch. I really do. Like, sincerely, I do. 
I do. I think that she walks I've been trying to up. let Taylor make it, man. I do. But then you get started and then I get all angry because you write about the shit. I'm just trying to like, I'm just saying, I just look at these things. Everything is thought of. Everything is premeditated. It's all, I'm just telling you, watch the way she moves. Like who the fuck enlists a bad bitch pop us weekly ass squad of girls to follow her around all the time. Like, oh, and these are just my best friend. Squad goals. Right. Girl, y'all go. What? I mean, we could tell these aren't your real friends. Like, you obviously paid these girls. If or, you don't give Empire their Tiana just... Taylor back, <laughs> leave us the fuck alone. Or maybe they just want to be around you because you're that famous, but that doesn't seem like an actual genuine. Like, there's oh, no goal of mine. For sure. Oh, I get to go to the Grammys and sit up front with you? Oh, yeah, of course I'm going. I'm there. Right. right. Like, girl, Fine. All right, it. Taylor. I'm just saying. All right. I that's know. it. And I, I see I'm picking up what you're putting down, bro. That's it. That's all I'm saying. And I see what you're saying. Serpent. Okay. Last but not least, <clears throat> many of Nicholas Menagerie's fans are upset with her because she has not said anything about... The tragedy in Orlando recently. She posted a link. I think this is like three days after it happened to some new song that she has with I think Michael made it in Jeremiah. And one of her fans tweeted something like, I'm kind of offended that Nikki is talking about her new song and she hasn't addressed or acknowledged the tragedies and then I think tweeted her directly this is somebody who she followed I guess mm. tweeted her directly and asked why she hasn't said anything so she unfollowed him <laughs> <laughs> that's my kind of petty Nikki <laughs> she unfollowed him <laughs> I like it and so he tweeted her or he tweeted something like you know oh Nikki Minaj unfollowed me because I asked her about blah 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 so, this throws the question, why haven't you said anything about it? So, a couple of people are very confused as to why Nicki Minaj hasn't addressed it or hasn't said anything, like, at all, posted anything about it at all. And I think at some point, Perez Hilton got into the middle of it, and that's just where it got really ridiculous and unnecessary. Oh, Lord. And Did somebody so call I, somebody a faggot? Because I feel like that's coming. I think somebody, I don't know if faggot was used, but I know that somebody said something about him second day. Okay. And he, and she like laughed at that or, or, re, or liked it. She was liking all of the tweets that were like she defending her. Um, and so he saw that she liked it or something. He was like, I see Nikki like this tweet about me. And yes, I like to suck dick, but mine are all over 18 and like her brother. <laughs> Damn. That's a good one. You okay? I, I can't deny that's a good one. I mean, if we're going low, I mean, goddamn, that's a pretty low blow. All right, Perez, you still a bitch, but you got that one. Anyway, personally, I feel like so they're know. still mad about this because I heard about the fan. I didn't hear about all this with Perez and all that, but I knew about the fans being mad at Nikki for well, not. Well, some tweeting. of her fans obviously feel a type of way. Um... I mean, but have we not learned from all the different tragedies over the past couple of years that the last thing we should be doing is begging these celebrities to speak up because so many of them are so fucking stupid or I, like clueless or ignorant? Like, But nobody needs no motherfucking like 
press release from you. We don't need you to do a keynote. I don't need you to write, you know, an eloquent haiku about it or anything. You know what I'm saying? But you could say something, especially as somebody who has such a large percentage of her fan base that are included in this community that was targeted in this fucking hate crime. I don't see how you don't see how you have so many young gay fans that look up to you. I'm thinking that if I'm like a 15, 16, 17 year old gay who's in the midst of however however much homophobia that you go through as a teenager because teenagers are the worst. If something like this happens and I see it and I ha- and I hear about it and Nicki Minaj is my favorite fucking artist, I would want for her to acknowledge it. I so mean, it's I, not I that- can see wanting for it. I can't see trying to force it or demand it. That's what I don't understand. Like, but I don't see change. how you feel like you can dictate what somebody else's, how somebody else uses their social media. No. I mean, you have every right to tweet whatever you want to and not to whatever you want to. But what I'm saying is for somebody who has such a large following of gay young men i mean that's all the pop girls that's every last one of the pop stars they all have a huge following of young gay men some i feel like some some artists i feel like more than than others like a higher percentage yes i think that there's like a really like evident amount you know what i'm saying like think about it like you don't think rihanna has more gay male fans than nikki or beyonce I think that all of these people have tons of gay fans, yes, but I'm talking about like what is like like blatant and obvious and like right in front of you. Like I don't feel like Katy Perry and Lady Gaga have the same amount of gay fans. Whoa. Oh, okay. I think you oh, you meant between the two of them. Yes. I was about to say, no, I could definitely see more gay Lady Gaga fans, but that's because Lady Gaga also positions herself as queer and like really gender fluid and flexible and all that stuff. Nicki like Minaj she, was talking about eating pussy and getting her pussy ate by that's girls true, for but shock who value don't? when she started. Who, right. So many of the girls do that for shock value. That's right. what I'm saying. Like I just don't understand the dibbing and dabbing and you have all these gay kids that come and buy all your fucking your fucking Kmart clothes and shouldn't fit into it to go to the club. And all kind of yeah. stuff you don't say anything like I just don't understand I'm not saying that you have to and the only reason that I I feel that way I think is because I'm grown and I don't need you to personally mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I don't need for Beyonce to be like oh you know this goes out to Orlando blah 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 blah, blah. like I'm an adult I don't need right. for anybody that I don't know that I don't give a fuck about to speak up for anything but as like a younger gay man, mm-hmm. I may have felt different. I could see why you would feel different. They live and breathe these girls. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so it feels like a slap in the face to a lot of kids, I feel wow. like, for you to just be like, and it's not even like, oh, well, I never thought to say anything or like, it's like, bitch, I'm unfollowing you. And then I'm going to like everybody who says, bitch, I can say whatever I want. Like, what? Well, I mean, I'm all for unfollowing people. Like, I, I just can't find fault with that. I just feel like, don't. huh? It's not like she blocked him. <laughs> Azealia Banks, Kaya, all of the girls Whoa. who like to do all of this, like, back and forth. And, oh, da-da-da, but I have all of these gay friends. And I'm tired. I think it's late. I mean, I don't, I, I see what you're saying. And I also don't understand why she hasn't said anything, partially because she does have so many gay fans. There but was- also because it was such a huge fucking tragedy. Like... It's the biggest mass murder now, right, in the whole history of the fucking country. Like, I am surprised that she hasn't said anything. And the whole, like, trolling reaction afterwards is confusing because it seems like most people would have just taken the opportunity to say something. 
But ultimately, I just don't feel like people are allowed to say, oh, well, you have to do this on whatever social media. Like, there's no telling what Nikki may or may not have done behind the scenes. I've said a bunch of times, just because you don't tweet about something doesn't mean that you don't care about it. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think that that's the point. I think that you have, like, a foundation of fans that are heavily affected or possibly heavily affected by the weight of this type of tragedy. So for you to just be like, oh, I'm not going to say nothing, and then on top of that, bitch, don't tell me what to say, it just feels like stank to me. I personally could see why that would offend somebody because nobody's trying to tell you what to say. But why are you, why would you feel a kind of way about somebody being offended by that? Like, that doesn't make sense to you that somebody would be offended that you aren't here talking about a song where you have so many gay fans and, like, this was a huge tragedy. Like, there was a Chick-fil-A that was open on Sunday passing out food to volunteers. Like, girl, like... Even Chick-fil-A put down the hate for a day. Even Chick-fil-A. I was actually surprised by how much support I saw towards the gay community as all of this stuff was going on, like from people that like even in my family that I would have never heard be yeah. supportive and call or text me and be like, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just want you to know X, Y and Z. So I'm just saying why I don't give a fuck about Nicki Minaj speaking for me because I'm a grown ass woman and I don't need for Nicki Minaj. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm fine. I don't feel like. I don't feel like it's crazy for a kid to be offended by it. And I feel like it would have been simple as fuck to just say, you know what, I'm sorry, you know, whatever, my heart's going out. Because who does that hurt? Nobody. I don't understand how that's confusing at all. And I feel like, bitch, when you did one of that fucking raggedy ass moon man, girl, you had everybody, all of the gays, you have gays defending you right now as you are not defending them. You know what I'm saying? We'll see what happens with what she does now. Like, we'll see how many of them actually take that and turn it into something that affects her career. Because if it really wasn't that big of a deal to you, sis, then all right. I guess the fallout or the consequence from it won't be that big of a deal to you either. I just want for all of you motherfuckers to know, all of you pop girls, you rap girls, you uh, niggas, all y'all. Don't count out the gay coin. Don't count out the gay support ever in your motherfucking life. Absolutely not. Because we will support the artists we love Till the day that we die or you die. <laughs> Actually, until we, Til die, we die, honestly. Because <laughs> it don't even matter. So, like, especially with women. Man. Like, girl, it's it, there are so many acts out today that can only tour because <laughs> gays will pay to see you. Like, they be sitting back at home waiting for a pride so they could be like, oh, girl, finally, I can go get me, a, like, a booking coin. Yeah. So I just don't. Like you can't don't ever. It. You can't pretend like it's not significant to your lifestyle. Like you can't pretend like it has nothing to do with your success. So. Men too. Chris Brown, Trey Songs, J Cole, all you niggas just don't play. <laughs> like because I mean they just be feel like shit is sweet because they can say whatever the fuck they want to, and it's a thirteen year old gay that don't know no better that's still gonna go out and beg their mama for some allowance so they can go and buy their fucking shit or go to their show or get mm. a t shirt or whatever. And it's unfortunate, but I see you and I know better, so it is what it is. Right. Right. Okay. Well, that's all I've got. Okay, that's all I got, too. Let's take a break. Hey, y'all. These days, most of us are meeting new people online through the apps. Yes, it's me. I'm on the apps. I've been trying out a lot of them lately. And I have to say, there's something about that Hinge. First of all, Hinge is the dating app that is designed to be deleted. The whole point is that the girls want you to find somebody and then get off of it. And they have these great prompts 
hinge prompts to help you show off your full personality and connect with somebody who appreciates you. Now, we know Ligabigatiga Month is coming up. Kifi and I are both on the Broken Wrist community. And Hinge's LGBTQIA plus prompts are designed to help queer daters specifically better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibilities. These prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people. And they have quite a few of them. The first time I knew I was gay or I feel proudest of who I am or my chosen family is the best that for me, um, you know, one of the Liga Bigatiga prompts that I chose to answer was the one about connecting to my community. I connect to my community by, first of all, doing this show. You're welcome. Um, but also through volunteer work, uh, through donations and by having a good time at Pride and making sure that no matter where I go, I show up as my full authentic self. And if you don't like it, you don't have to have me there. So that's just one of the ways that I like to use these hinge prompts to kind of give people an idea of who I am and what I'm about. So you already know before you message me, like I already see what type of time she on. If you're interested in meeting somebody new and getting rid of dating apps, then download Hinge today and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. They right there waiting on you on Hinge. So go download it today. Get started. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist. But guess what? You really don't have to wait. You can get a therapist right now through Talkspace and start working through some of the things that have been going on maybe in your past or just things that are holding you back now in your present. Therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times, and be a guiding light. But getting started is the most important part. Talkspace makes it easy and affordable. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. The best part is you can have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. Talkspace can help with any specific challenges you might be facing. It is the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and much more. As a listener of The Read, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash read and enter promo code SPACE80. So to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. Again, that's Talkspace.com slash read. Promo code SPACE80. Go take care of your mental health. Okay, so we're back. It's time for listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com, and we may just read them aloud on the show. So our first question comes from Elise, who says... Neil? Uh, no, that's a fake name that she put in the email. Cool. And she says, a few years ago, she discovered marijuana, and I really don't know what the hell I was doing with my life before this, because this shit is the shit. I no longer take anxiety pills, which I was always against. Oh, that's great. A year and a half ago, I started dating my current boyfriend. He doesn't smoke, um, but he doesn't mind me smoking from time to time. However, I think it bothers him because sometimes I smell like dank when we're out and about. That's understandable. I have a high paying career and I would hate to be out and noticed by a client clothed in the smell. With that being said, I'm trying to find a happy medium and I'm interested in edibles. Do you guys have a specific company or edibles brand that you prefer? Can you name a few of your favorite edible products? Love you, Elise. I have no idea of any <laughs> of these things. Oh, okay. Sure you don't. 
So what Kimberly was talking about earlier in the show is this tincture that um, you can make with the machine that we talked about, <clears throat> which this is not like they didn't pay me to talk about this machine. It's just a dope ass machine. It's pretty cool. And um, so my favorite thing is to make a tincture out of that. They have instructions in the book, so I won't go into too it's much detail. Super easy. But yeah, it's very easy and um, it is like a much healthier alternative than smoking as far as I'm concerned, because just the act of breathing that into my lungs was causing me to have lung issues. So I wanted to stop smoking altogether. Vaping is a great alternative, too, that doesn't have like a real smell involved. But as far as like edibles and getting that edible full body high, I really, really like tinctures. It's so what I do at the moment um, <laughs> oh, is I vape. Um that's my alternate. Like, I almost exclusively do that. Um, and now I'm doing this tincture thing because it's pretty awesome. And <laughs> Are you on it right now? That's not the point. <laughs> the point is it's great. And so it there is. are alternatives that don't smell so bad. They can still, you know, get the job done. Um, but I will still smoke at least a J, you know, when I'm feeling godly, like Deja Loaf. Godly. <laughs> I thought it was girly at first, but I think it's godly. I don't know, whatever. When I'm, you know, in party mode, like this weekend, right. I'll probably do something. Yeah, sometimes if if, if if I'm in like a social setting, then I'll take a couple of hits. Like it's not, but I don't, I don't really, no, I never roll up or smoke anymore at home. Yeah, like, I don't do that anymore either. So hopefully that helps you. Obviously that advice only applies to people But I actually don't do drugs. Like, right. No, that's only if, you know, weed is legal where you live. Otherwise, we're not talking to you. Um, let's see. So do you want to... Oh, here's a question about Naruto. Am I saying that right before I keep I'm going? I'm pretty sure you said it right. Yes. Okay. This is from Steph who says, I've been watching Naruto for years from the beginning, and this is mostly for Kid Fury. I just wanted to know if you're loving the new episodes. Are you sick and tired of all the damn fillers they're doing? Who's your favorite character, and do you think Naruto's ninja way will prevail? Also, have you seen Baruto? <laughs> Boruto. Baruto. Baru- His son. Okay. Um, I'm such a nerd for such and such. Again, sorry, Crystal. I love you, too. <laughs> okay. I'm glad she knew to apologize. This is from Bright Stuff from Brighton, England. So, oh, fun. Um, so yes, I am kind of tired of the fillers. I don't really know why they're dragging it out so long since the manga's been done, like, it's been finished for a long time. I actually don't like, I know how it ends because I read it already. So, I'm just waiting for them to finish. I don't know what's taking so fucking long, but some of the filler episodes are still kind of good. So, I just watch it. And try and catch like some other maybe interesting anime or whatever other show in the meantime while I wait for it to be finished. But I did watch the movie, the Boruto movie, and I thought that it was like, I think it was my favorite of the Naruto movies. So, oh, yes. so it was a movie, like yeah. in the theaters. Yeah, I th- it actually did come out here. I think maybe a- only a couple of theaters in Manhattan or something showed it, but it had like a limited release in the states, and it was like a really super popular film in Japan. And um, I think they're probably going to eventually turn that into a show of its own, too. Okay. So, yes, Naruto's awesome. Thanks for that question. Okay. This question comes from Jordan. I'm picking a bunch of short ones today. I don't know. I just feel like it's fun to just get right. That way we can do um, a few more than what we normally do. Why not? 
Dear Kid Fury and Crystal, you guys haven't talked a lot about your siblings on the show. What was your relationship with your siblings like when you were kids and how has it evolved in adulthood? Also, would you ever have a siblings episode? <laughs> First of all, the thought of my brothers coming on this show. Never. Not ever. Never. <laughs> Not the hell ever. I'm never doing it. I mean, and I love them more than anything, but that would just absolutely not happen. I'm so sorry. I don't think either of them would want to do it anyway. Right. No, my, no, no. My youngest brother, he, no, he's not interested in like anything. He feels like everything I do is for old people. He's like, oh my God, you use Twitter. That's for old people. Oh my God. I just don't. I have too many. The thing is, you know what? I don't. (laughs) <laughs> what no. was your relationship with them like when y'all were kids I think that my relationship with my younger brothers was like I mean when we were children I, my relationship with all my siblings was like just you know being a kid I don't really remember there being y'all didn't like fight of... a lot because me and my brother who are who's 18 months after me we fought constantly it was like I don't think that we, like, I don't remember us fighting that much. I just remember, like, us being like, I mean, we fought, obviously. Yeah. But I don't remember us fighting that much. I think that we were all just really, like, we're all nerds. Uh. Like, they're, I love them. They're nerdier than me. But. Oh. Yes, because they, like, like, I swear to God, every time I call my mama, I call home, like, on FaceTime. Yeah. Everybody's always in the exact same spot. They are both in front of their computer playing some form of a video game, which I appreciate, but God damn. And then my daddy is watching some form of, of sports, some kind of an athletic thing on his giant TV, and my mom is just sitting there letting them. Like, so, like, like doing some work on her computer. Right. And so, like... I love that. But as I started to get older, um, I kind of cut myself off from everybody. And so I didn't really have, like, a, a close relationship with my siblings like that because yeah. I don't never really built one. Yeah. So it's kind of just mean. strange. Well, and I think that as y'all grow older, y'all will grow into that. Because me and my brother was mostly the same way. Like, we loved each other. We fought, you know, like cats and dogs, but we clearly loved each other. But, like, through my, after I graduated from high school and moved off to college and then he graduated and, like, through, like, my early to mid-20s, we just... We would talk every now and then, but it wasn't like, you know, we didn't keep in regular touch like I felt like a lot of people did with their siblings. Right. But now that we're both older, we're both in our 30s now, he has a a child, my nephew, that I just love and do absolutely everything for. So, like, we're we're growing closer in that way. And then my other brother is almost 14 years younger than me. So that little nigga is almost like a half son. Like I feel like I helped raise him up to a certain point. Right. Just right. So, but he's like, it's like, you know, it's night and day. We didn't grow up at the same time or in the same household. Really? Like we have the same parents, but that's a different dynamic. He has a total, right. He has a totally different experience than I do. Whereas my other brother, we grew up in the shit together. Like we have a very, he's the only person who knows, you know, what it was like in that house and vice versa. Like we are the only ones who have that experience. So as you get older, that'll come. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. 
Okay. Uh, but yeah, next? absolutely no siblings episode. Yeah, I can't think of a worse idea. In my life. <laughs> Actually, no family at all. Like people ask all the time, would we would call your mothers? It will never happen. Bring your mothers in the studio. I'm never Man, going to do it. That is no, not, not my mama. I will never do it. <laughs> that lady, y'all don't. <laughs> Y'all don't want that. Trust me. I'm not doing it. All right. So our last question is some mess. Great. Comes from CJ who says, I've been talking to a guy for the past six months. When we first met, he said he worked with a particular basketball team. And I assumed it was behind the scenes, but comes to find out he actually plays for the team. While I find this found this kind of cool, I didn't go crazy over it as because these sort of things don't impress me. Plus, it's not my favorite team. LOL. Anyway, we began to really like each other, and two months in, he admitted he was feeling me, and he wanted to be more than just friends, but didn't want to risk his career or wind up in the blogs should things between us turn bad, so he asked me if I would be open to signing a non-disclosure agreement. (laughs) For once in my life, I was speechless, and then I told him I didn't know and would think about it. Since his team has not made it to the playoffs, he's had a lot more time on his hands. (laughs) God damn, he set up. And is asking me more frequently about taking this shit to an official level. We haven't had sex, but we have kissed and cuddled. Now he's starting to say he feels like he's wasting his time. I've never been the type to publicize who I'm dating, and I've never felt the need to blast an ex publicly or privately. (laughs) I work a regular nine to five, and while it's annoying, I'm definitely not looking for a come up from anyone I date and definitely not trying to out someone. I've made it a point to tell him all this, and his response is, I trust you, but it's better for me to cover all my bases. I know you guys have said before that dating a professional athlete is almost certain to get you cheated on, and adding this NDA shit to the mix is throwing me for a loop. Am I making a big deal out of nothing? <laughs> or is basically starting a relationship with an ultimatum a disaster in the making? You're a fan since episode one, CJ. So just let me let me just say this. Right. <clears throat> I just realized this was a gay situation. <laughs> is it? CJ is a guy, not a girl. Because I was going to ask, but I was like, nah, it's probably just a girl. Yeah. Oh, there. now I get Oh, shit. Now I get it. Okay. Well, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> wow. Okay. So, I'm going about this completely. Because before I was, I was going to say, like, girl, if he's going to be making you sign some non-disclosure agreement, that nigga's got things to hide. Well, he's got shit to hide. <laughs> right. Like, this one like, has something to hide. <laughs> so, I get it. I, this has been different. I would sign the NDA. First of all, kudos to you. Yes, um, bitch. <laughs> you have elevated to a status you did it. <laughs> that many of us queens can only dream we of. We only dream to get where you are right now. So, you know, I heavily and emotionally, spiritually support the the signing of the documents. Because... <laughs> 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 At the end of the day, nigga, you got a baller. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's up to you. Do you, like, you have to think, think of basketball aside, are you, you're, you're agreeing to enter a relationship where you're going to be censored. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you have to think about it from all of these Are you okay ways. with being in the closet? Right. Because that's you already what he's going to be asking you to do. You already have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Now, a lot of niggas, I've said before, I'll date a nigga who's on the DL as long as it doesn't conflict with the way that I live and move and breathe or whatever. Like, you don't have to be out to me. That usually just does not work. Right. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? But... But that's because you don't have a problem with keeping 
the whole relationship side of your life in the closet. Right. Period. I'm already private. Right. So us not being doing all that, what like that's, that's fine, fine with me. <laughs> See what I'm no saying? Issue. So it's like I don't have a problem with that. But I in this, it. you are literally agreeing to dive in the closet with the sticker <laughs> and lock the door. And so yep. you have to think about it from that perspective. Like, yeah, you'll probably be in this little cute ass relationship with your tall ass nigga and his basketball <laughs> friends or whatever. Ooh. But no, you're not gonna hang out with his friends. I mean, like the posters of his friends or like oh, the pictures okay. of them at yes. camp. Right. You know, the I mean, if you don't want to go back in the closet, spiritual then, presence. Yeah. Um, That's going to be hard. Yeah. It's really about one of the emotional types. I feel like it's really about whether or not you want to date a basketball player. Because if he was just a regular ass nigga that worked at motherfucking, if he worked at Orange Julius. <sighs> I was gonna give him. I was gonna say something fair because that's like, bitch. How dare you? I mean, you could be the manager at Orange Julius. <laughs> like, like I was gonna say, if he had like a nice corporate job. Oh, okay, AT and T call center. If he owned One Oak. Oh wow! Well. <laughs> I see where I was thinking and where you was thinking. <laughs> Jesus. No, because that's the same situation. I, I thought you meant too. like a regular nigga. No, you're right. If he worked at motherfucking Melbus, <laughs> Melbus is broker than the Orange Julius manager. What is wrong with you? <laughs> if he worked at Dwayne Reed, if he worked at Amy Ruth's bitch, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Listen, if you're if that nigga worked at In and Out Burger and came to you and said sign this NDA because, et cetera, et cetera then you might feel a different way about it. But I honestly feel like if even if this was a straight relationship, mm-hmm. he would he might do like I know a yeah. lot of people in the industry that get their their dates to sign NDAs. Like a lot of your fave rappers, a lot of the girls are out here yeah. just like sign right sign here. As soon as you walk in the door. So it's really about what you're comfortable with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if you want to get a popper, you can, but you have to understand where they're coming from. Like I can't be mad at that nigga that he's like, look, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, Even when I thought it was a straight relationship, I was like, damn, I might use this. Like, Cause he might really like you, but you never know. Like he may come know. home late and your ass going to be in your feelings one day. And then you want to talk to the shade room and that's just not fair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not like, right. So because cover all the bases. Right. It's not fair when you have something to lose. Like he's he's taking a chance because clearly he feels like he has to stay in the closet in order to maintain his career, or you know whatever other reason. And that's so unfortunate, but that's his life, right? He just can't take that risk. I understand that. So if you really want to date him, I would say sign the NDA, but understand the sacrifices you have to make <laughs> because you know right here, man, your girl. I would be like. <laughs> Pass me the... I would be like, yeah, so let me just... Would you like blue ink or black? <laughs> <laughs> and where do I... Do I need to print as well? Sign right there. Do, shall we have someone witness? Do we need Sign. to take a selfie? Because I will document this however you want me to. Listen. I swear to God, I will keep this a secret. You don't have to ask me twice. You see me out here wearing a jersey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You just going to put two and two together, bitch. Wait a minute. This nigga don't watch no goddamn basketball. (laughs) What the fuck is Crystal doing in a Liberty jersey? You mind your business. You mind mind your business. business. (laughs) Well, I mind mine. (laughs) Good luck, CJ. 
have at it. Woo. Do your best. All right. That's going to wrap up the question. Send yours to ask three to gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey, y'all. If you're interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR Podcast. NPR is a new collection of podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy and resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. They've got all kinds of fun stuff like pop culture happy hour, where they do the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and the sitcom in me finds that very important. Uh, you know, my mind and sense of humor just kind of flicks through all kinds of memories of my favorite sitcoms. So they've got one for that. They've even got a pop culture happy hour for Abbott Elementary. If you want to get super current and talk about the newer, funny, iconic sitcom stuff. Okay, every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. So from Megan Thee Stallion to Trina and Trick Daddy and Michelle Obama, there's no limit to the range of NPR. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so it's time for the read. It is. Do you have a read this week? I do, short and sweet. Okay. Do you have one? I do, but mine is at like <coughs> four different entities. Like it's just an an overall exhaustion. So I will get mine right out of the way. <laughs> okay. So I just want to say, um, you, if you're going, you okay, you aren't obligated to to show like basic decency to people certain times like or like to just do little acts of kindness that's what i'm trying to say okay you don't have to for instance i'm going to tell you a very quick story there's a lady in my building ever since i have lived in this building this bitch has apparently been disgusted with me now i don't know what i have done to her why she always makes some crazy stank face when she sees me you know, I feel like as though I'm relatively quiet. You know, I don't leave trash around at the building. You know, I'm not um, having a rave in that. Like, I don't. <laughs> I just mind my business. I pay my rent. You know, I make sure that I recycle. I don't understand what her problem with me is. You know, I don't know if it's a black thing, if it's a gay thing. I don't know if it's, like, a huge ass thing. I don't know what her problem is. But Wait, she's, like, really mad? Like, every time she sees me, she's, like, visually, like, wow. upset. I don't know why. Wow. She doesn't say anything. But anyway, <clears throat> the other day I was going downstairs, and she was coming into the building. And she, like, held the door open for me as I was coming out. But then she, like, had this, like, stank face as she was doing it. And I was, like, used to it. So I was, like, whatever. Thanks, girl. <laughs> <Get walking. laughs> I realized that I left something upstairs, so I had to turn back around after I got to the end of the block. So when I walked back in, she's at the elevator. And so she's, like, holding the elevator, and she's like, ah. Really? The stairs are right there, right? <laughs> so you know I punched it right on over to the staircase. And I was like, you know, I'm going about my business. And she's like, oh, so you're taking the stairs now? I was like, yes, madam, with my two grown American feet. <laughs> what? And I went on about my business. So my thing is, like, what? I don't care if you don't like me. Like, I don't know what it is. Maybe my clothes are too loud or I like, I just, I don't, it, you know, I've been told that I have a resting bitch face. So maybe you got <laughs> yeah. something misconstrued one day. I don't know what the problem is. 
But either way, bitch, you don't have to do anything nice for me or anybody else. Like, you don't have to. I'm not asking you. I can hold a door open for myself. Right. I can get on an elevator by myself. Like, I don't need you to hold anything open for me. I don't need you to do anything nice for me. What the fuck is the point of attempting an act of kindness if you are not going to be kind? What the hell? Like, bitch, if you don't want to hold, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. If you don't want to hold the door open, just don't fucking do it. Like, I'm not going to be saying like, oh my god, this lady is I'm draining. Oh my god, my manner. It's like I've just completely lost hope on you know the average person I bump into in New York City having home training or manners or giving a fuck about my comfort at all. I don't expect it. So you don't have to hold a door open for me. You don't have to hold an elevator for me. You don't have to do anything for me that you would think is courteous or whatever. Like I don't care. Like I don't care. And I will still do it for you because that is the way that my mama made me. But I'm not going to hold a door open for you and be like oh, oh, oh my god. Oh would you hurry up. Oh, God, this is just taking my whole entire soul out. Oh, God, I can't breathe. Like, I'm not going to do all of that. Right. I would rather just go on about my business if it's going to be so painful. My goodness. And also, for those of you who have had so much to say about Orlando, when someone dies, you don't have. it's one of those situations where if you don't have something nice to say, you just don't say nothing. So just shut up. Find something to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like you could, there are several things you could try testing out terms of swallowing um, okay yeah i would try you know maybe a pepsi can clorox knives a chainsaw <laughs> a buick you know just test it Ooh. out find something better to do with your time i feel like that would be adventurous but you can pick i just you know i don't see the point in in regardless of anybody dying in any type of situation somebody is sad that person mattered to somebody i just don't understand why you would have anything to say besides R.I.P. or nothing. Because people have to make everything about them. It's trash. Literally nobody cares about your other opinion about whatever girl. Like, find something else to do. They're making literal virtual reality headsets. They're coming out in the winter. It's something new that you can experience. Show your children where technology is going. Um Wow. There's a new season of Orange is the New Black I hear. It's interesting. You can try that out. Netflix is like eight bucks, nine bucks. The fact that you are giving recommendations. Um, Kmart has a sale. Oh, my God. Kmart has a sale. Um, the blue light might come on. Really, just anything else. Just anything, like lots of things. And on that same note, y'all can stop pretending like this was not a deliberate attack on gays. Latino gays to be even more specific. Like y'all can stop acting like this was an attack on Americans or an attack on Christians or whatever. Like this was so clearly targeted at the community. So drop the bullshit. I mean, I know that you want to turn this into something else. Something political. And whatever you're weird, you know, (laughs) Um, but we're not doing that over here. (laughs) So, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, you can shut the fuck up. It's absolutely free. You know, people are grieving. This is like the state that I grew up. Like, Orlando's four hours away from where I grew up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been in Orlando a million fucking times in my life. I know where the fucking club is. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I cried that entire fucking day. It's just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And it's not even like I am afraid or anything like that. But it's just... 
unfortunate that there are still people that are so fucking ignorant and so evil and so broken and so hurt that they feel like they have to attack people who are just trying to, you know, live their life. Right. And just have a good time. Be free. It just sucks. So I don't understand why you would feel compelled to say anything besides. Yeah. I'm sorry. This sucks for, you know, so many people, but Right. You know, y'all are dumb and I've accepted that. <laughs> I've accepted it. It's okay. And ultimately that's really it. People Once you are, make your peace with it, like you live so much. Once better. you understand that most of the world is ignorant about one thing or another and that change is slow to come, it gets a lot easier to deal with this shit. Right. Like not when something terrible happens, like it still hurts, but understanding that y'all are ignorant has gotten easier with time it just i used to be so baffled as to how y'all could be so stupid but so confused like <laughs> enraged like how does two and two not equal four to you like where are you but i just realized that you're yeah. just dumb and it and that's just how it is And some people are just perfectly content staying that way and what why should i convince you to not be how can i even i'm the one always stressed out being woke is not fun so it blows it does now it I really does yeah i see why you hold on to it so, okay. Um this week I'm just really over basically every facet of American government. Like I'm I'm already tired of the election. It's looking like Trump versus Hillary and it's looking like Trump really don't give a fuck about winning. But I feel like the shenanigans have only just begun as far as this whole process. It's like already when, shit. When we get to the point where Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are debating on primetime television, do you understand what we will be witnessing? Donald Trump, who I don't even think believes in debate prep or facts or sources. <laughs> anyway, so the fact that this is even where American politics are, you know, I'm weary. But... It really feels like an e-show. There is a man running for Congress in Tennessee... His name is Rick Tyler, and he put up a campaign sign with the slogan, Make America White Again. Cool. And says this isn't a sign of racism. Wow. He just wants to go back to the 1960s Ozzie and Harriet, leave it to Beaver time when there were no break-ins, violent crime, or mass immigration. (laughs) This is is awesome. (laughs) So, (laughs) not to be racist, but... (laughs) I just like to go back to a time where we were still stringing you niggas up from trees. None of you were on television unless you were maids. Uh, all the Mexicans weren't here and nobody cried about injustice. Like, so you actually like, are you are you a Trump supporter? Like, I don't. How do you feel like that makes sense? How do you feel like you can say this isn't racist and then give four racist reasons? <laughs> like. This is a man running for office. Like he's this is this is America. This is what I want to go back to the time where y'all stopped complaining. Right. I would like to go back to a time when when y'all decided to speak up, we had the freedom to kill you even more than we do now. Right. I would like to go back to a time where all of a sudden we weren't giving you sluts rights and you didn't have the ability to make your own decisions and And you were were owned by your men and right. Whatever happened to you just fucking happened and you had no rights or social security numbers or anything like you were just objects. Basically you want to go back to that. Like white men, want to go back to a time when they were clearly in power and everybody else felt like they couldn't say nothing about it. If they could kiss slaves again. If they could, they would. 
Like, you let's know, not it's, even frying. Let's not. Like, oh my God. There are some white men who wouldn't, obviously, but I right. feel like a significant portion would sign up without thinking twice. Like, why the fuck not? Yes, please. I feel like that's what most of y'all are looking for when you're looking for a wife, to be completely honest. But if you could have an you actual, if you could have an actual slave, you would do it. You like, went there. I mean, so many men treat women like they nothing but something to fuck. Like, this is just something I can stick my dick in. Like, so many, this is something that was created to serve me and make my life better. Anyway, that's just one story out of the three. So, no, no, I'm, t- I'm fed up with American government. Oh, so, tired. After this terrible tragedy in Orlando, certain the Democratic Party has been trying to force these political bodies to do something about this issue. Because the fact remains that this man was able to kill 49 people because he had access to a gun that would shoot that many fucking bullets like and it just doesn't make sense that somebody who has been profiled by the fbi and was under investigation and all this shit and even if he wasn't it doesn't make sense for any old regular body to be able to buy guns like that it just doesn't for what? and this keeps fucking happening now i knew after sandy hook they wasn't gonna do shit and everybody i feel like that was a big awakening for a lot of us that like there was if gun control or gun reform ever really came it was going to be slow because how can you think about 20 dead babies and still be like, no, nah, we deserve no, <laughs> like the second amendment says so. And so it is. So as if these guns existed back then. So anyway, anyway, today, <sighs> Representative John Lewis led a sit in on the House floor um, with a bunch of other um, House Democrats and then even a few Senate Democrats. Joining them, however, Representative Mark Walker, Republican North Carolina, said calling this a sit-in is a disgrace to Woolworths. They sat in for rights. Dems are, quote, sitting in to strip them away. Sweetie. I just wish they would go away. So what Mark Walker probably should have done was Google the name of Representative John Lewis because if anybody has a resume to back up they shit, it's John Lewis's ass. Like, this nigga was deep in the shit with King. Like, he had, it's documented. Like, Bernie Sanders was trying to attach himself to John Lewis. Like, oh, John, no, you know, like, we down, we kicked it, we was back with the shit back then. Like, John Lewis is probably the, the top motherfucker in politics that you could not say, oh, well, calling this is a sit-in, this a sit-in is a disgrace. Like, Sit-ins, this man is sit-ins. Like, sit-ins is what he did. Like, this is, he is the movement. He has been a part of this for so fucking long. How fucking dare you say that calling this a sit-in is a disgrace or what they're doing is trying to take rights away? What y'all are trying to do is make sure that the, the, the groups that support you, the NRA, the people who make sure you get reelected, you're trying to make sure they stay happy. And you don't really care how many people have to die as long as you get paid. That's really it. That's the That's bottom like, fucking line. And it's clear as day. It could not it's be not more clear like... because people keep dying and y'all keep not doing nothing. Like it's clearly about money and you are valuing money over actual human bodies. 
grown and baby alike. You really don't give a fuck either way. So how dare you say somebody else is trying to take away rights? If I have to take away your right to a semi-automatic weapon in order to make sure that nobody else can shoot up a fucking school or concert or movie theater, I will take that. I will take that away from you. It is time to evolve. It is time to move the fuck on. Look at what is happening in this fucking country. I am literally afraid to go outside. For real. Like, I go outside and think it could be at any point in time. Every time I have to go to Times Square, I'm literally afraid. Because this shit happens all the fucking time. And the people who can do something about it are the main ones talking about, oh, well, we just pray for all the victims and their families during this tough time. And, you know, these things are just so awful. And, you know, God bless. And we're praying for you. Okay, but you're in office and you can change the laws like you could actually do something about it. But instead, you want to fake pray about it. Like, bitch, how about you actually do something to keep this from happening again? Because you care more about money than you do about people. Just say it. You care more about guns and your your weird fear that black people are coming to like take all of your shit. Like I think they really do blame Obama for I this do shit. Think so. Like, do y'all really think if we was gonna kill y'all, like if we was gonna come together and do this shit, <laughs> y'all come on, y'all would have been ago. gone. We are not like y'all. We're not just gonna. <laughs> Can you say that part one more time? <laughs> We are not like y'all. We are not the type, typically, to just take out the innocent along with the guilty and be like, oh, well. Like, we're not just going to take out innocent white people who never did nothing to us, unlike the many documented times y'all have done this to us and our children. Stop acting like this is about anything but politics and money, because that's all it is. And it's, it's breaking my heart as somebody who is unfortunately born and raised American and has few options for going anywhere else that the leadership in this country so thoroughly does not give a fuck about the citizens. Like It blows. Our government really don't give a shit about us, and we still have to pay taxes on top of that. So you mean to tell me I have to give y'all money to live in this shithole? Like, I have to give y'all... I have to pay y'all for this experience? Really? I, I feel like you, I should I'm, be getting caught. You're comped. paying me to kill me. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm paying you for you yes, to kill me. for you to kill me and my friends and my community. Like, I'm, I'm paying your salaries. I'm very confused. And this is how you're treating me. Like, anywhere else, I would be able to fire you. I don't understand. I'm giving you so You make so much money off me, and I get so little in return. What do I really get? Because I'm afraid to be here. I'm trying to think of what the government gives me. <sighs> No, hold on. I can't figure it out. No, I mean, and and I know, girl, like trash pickup in schools and streets. I'm talking about at what point are you going to stop murdering us? At what point are you going to stop allowing people to sell weapons that are used to take us out? Like so many mass murders happen in this country. We literally can't remember them all. I think there was one today in Georgia and then one last week in in somewhere in Texas. Like I can't even remember the details. That's how often this shit happens. And they pretend we don't have a problem. Gabby Giffords got shot in the fucking head and almost died and they still didn't do nothing. Like, anyway, I was going to talk about this white man um, who tried to block Harriet Tubman from being on the $20 bill. But thankfully, they decided like tonight, they were just like, you know, we're just going somewhere with this bullshit because he was talking about how, <laughs> you know, I'm just a conservative and I just don't believe in change. And so it's not even this is just divisive and I'm just trying to unify the country by keeping things the same. And I just, you know what, but I don't even feel like it because I'm already tired from these other two. So Steve, you either got saved or I'll drag your ass another day. But I just, 
<laughs> I'm so tired of the elected officials in this country treating the citizens this way. And I feel like it's this it's this white male entitlement that y'all just y'all really just have us so fucked up. And what I love about what I do love is that I see the change coming. I see more and more people who are marginalized in whatever way being like, OK, you know what? Actually, this is fucked up. Like more and more people are seeing it. And that means the pushback is going to be stronger and stronger. And eventually we will be the ones who are leading the change. But it's slow to fucking come. The Hunger Games will start by then. White men are really white men feel themselves losing control and they're reacting. They're reacting. This is white people's fear is why Donald Trump is where he is right now. That's nothing but white fear controlling that. What else could it be? It's a fear of anything that's not like you. That anti-Muslim, anti-Mexican shit, that's all he needs. It's sad. But this, you know, Donald Trump is what this country desires. This country ain't shit. I'm tired of y'all acting like this. Grow this the fuck up. This country can have him when I'm gone. <laughs> Man. I'm not dealing with that fuck Woo. So, but anyway, I'm done. I'm done. I'm fed up. Well, that's the read. Yes, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out at thisistheread.com for links to every episode and who we are and what we do and so on and so forth. Do you have any news this week? Try tinctures also. (laughs) Are you, I'm surprised you're, wow, your eyes, are your eyes closed right now, bro? Are they closed? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, what I was saying was. I actually cannot. (laughs) 305 Live is on Sunday. I'm really excited. Plus, it's Pride Weekend. So come out and celebrate with us and be proud and be awesome. And we will be safe and secure and awesome and not afraid of none of these dumbass hoes. And it's going to be a really good time. And, you know, you can tell all of your friends to come. Straight men, you're invited. Yeah, come party. Just come have fun. There will be plenty of... See, y'all be sleep. Because the girls be at my parties. The girls always come show up. It's so many girls at your... So many straight girls at your parties. I just don't understand why. Like, they're, and they're just looking for... I think because they probably don't know the polite way to tell a man that they don't want to dance with him. Like, I feel like they're probably scared in that way. I think girls probably prefer the, the girl-to-guy ratio at the party anyway. You know what? It's like, oh, I don't have a nigga coming up to me every 30 seconds. Right, with his dick in my ass. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go again. You're Oof, right. You're just right. one. Okay. Hey, no thanks. <laughs> right, I'm done for this. <laughs> um, anyway, so yes, that's on Sunday. You can go to fury305.com to get tickets. It's going to be a fucking blast. My friend DJ Dimples is going to be DJing. It's going to be amazing bringing Miami to Manhattan. Also, um, Try tinctures. <laughs> okay. Um, I did an interview with Kimberly of Fort Harriet. She started a podcast called Black Media Minute. You can go check that out. It was super fun. Thanks again, uh, Kim, for having me on the show. And check out the podcast itself. I really like it. Um, I've been getting more and more into podcasts. Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts now. So maybe we start talking about some other shows. Well, we. Maybe I will start talking about <laughs> some shows that I'm listening to enjoying because some of y'all putting out some really good stuff so thanks again Kim for having me on exciting anything you are asleep I'm wide awake okay you're you're truly not but anything else I am are we I know you're not I know look we neither one of us can talk 
Are we done? Do you have an acronym since you're so awake? Um, my acronym is Shake That Ass With Me on Sunday. That's not... Okay, bye. <laughs> Treat Dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts Dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make Dad's day with gifts up to 60% off. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.